throughout my life, I've you know, heard my parents on occasion uh, when things were difficult or there was a crisis or a death or um, you know, just something they were struggling with or just some uh, difficult moments that we all have. Uh, and, but they would, they would always say uh, words like this, um, without our faith, this would not be possible, or without our faith, this would be so much, so much harder to deal with. Without our faith, things would be so much more difficult. And I think we all have experienced things in our life where that has turned out to be true, where we've gone through some great thing, some great struggle, maybe we are right now even, but without our faith, how much more difficult would it be to endure or to get through or to overcome, huh? Without our faith. And not just that, not just overcoming, but through faith to see that not only was the struggle or the difficulty or the crisis or the death uh, where we got through it, but we also got better for it. Somehow, the Lord worked it to a greater good, which is what the Lord does. We've experienced that. We know it. To the extent that we, if we're going through something right now, it's like, how am I going to get through this? Stop, reflect, remember how loved you are by God, how much Jesus cares for you. So do now what you did back then. And it's going to be okay. We had a personal experience of the Lord's care for us through these moments. And because of our faith, our hope, when we experience it now or in the future, that's what we do, what we did then. Because we're here now. Because the Lord saved us. He saved us. So let's, let's kind of put that in, the, in the, the context of the transfiguration today. Um... Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up the high mountain. First of all, why them? There's others that could have come along for the ride, huh? No. These three. Why? Well, Peter, because he loves the Lord so much. John, because the Lord loves him so much. And James, because he loves the church so much that he's the first disciple to die for the church, to suffer. See, this is what love is. It's a relationship. I love the Lord. The Lord loves me. And in that love, we're going to suffer. Because without suffering, there is no love. No greater love than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You see, then, what is about to take place there is about the cross, then, isn't it? It's to give the disciples the reassurance the hope, the vision that no matter what happens, it's going to be okay. We're going to go down the mountain and we're going to go to the cross. You're all going to go to the cross, but it's going to be all right. And I'm going to show you something to prove it. So what does the Lord show them and us? All of a sudden he's transformed, transfigured, and becomes dazzlingly white, beautiful. Beauty, that revelation 
of Christ's beauty, his holiness, his sanctity, is then that which will sustain them and us in our moments of crisis. Right? And you think, well, what was that thing he showed them? That brightness, that transfigured glory, the glory of God in him. It wasn't just something that was given to him for just that brief moment and then taken away. What Jesus was doing was lifting the veil and showing them what was always there underneath his human attributes, showing them his glory, lifting the veil for a brief moment to show them, you know what? Things are going to get really tough pretty quick. But you're going to remember this moment, aren't you? And when you, James, go and get martyred, and Peter, when you get crucified upside down, and John, when you get exiled and die in loneliness, you're going to remember this moment. And you're going to, you're going to realize how much you are loved, and that love is what is going to sustain you. And the, the temptation is for us to maybe avoid that suffering that we don't want. I mean, look at the disciples when they got down the mountain. They, the first, you know, in, inkling of it in the garden, they took off, except for John. But they, they didn't want it either. Even the, the memory of the transfiguration and all that had gone before was not enough to keep them in place. It would be enough to get them back, though, wouldn't it? It would be enough later on to remind them and to sustain them when they had their own cross. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they have this desire then in that moment to like, oh, this is beautiful. This is lovely. This is a shiny, happy moment. Peter, always exuberant and always missing the mark, uh, says, hey, let's build some tents. Let's stay here. <laughs> I don't want to go down the mountain because I, I have a, I'm scared. I don't want to go back to my life in that crisis and I don't want to deal with this death and I, I'm, I'm fearful of this illness. Fear, you know, I don't want to deal with that stuff. I don't want to deal with the crazy world that we live in. Can I just stay here and in this moment where you're just loving us and, and, and it's beautiful? It's like being on a, a vacation. You're there at the beach and you're looking at the waves come in and all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, it's the last day. I gotta go back to work. <laughs> you don't want, you're just like, I wanna stay here. No. Those moments are given to us, not for us to live in, but to elevate us, our spirits, and to give us what we need in order to go back to, to our lives. It's at the end of this mass. What are you going to hear? Uh, you know, go in peace to love and serve the Lord and one another. In other words, take this Eucharist, take this sacrament, take this glory, take this revelation of God's love for you, and now live, live on that for the next week. Go out into the world and all the things you're going to deal with and be sustained, be enlivened, be, in, be, be joyful and realize, yes, it's hard, but God works everything to the good and somehow my life is part of that plan. Praise God, I can do anything now. I can get through it. And we don't, we don't want to love like this because it hurts. We want to stay on the mountain where it's easy and 
beautiful and shiny and awesome. But no, Jesus comes and touches them and says, no, no, let's go back down together. We'll face this together. We'll get through this together. Yeah. Remember what you saw here when you go back to, to Jerusalem. Remember what you saw here on this altar when you go back to your, to your life. Remember what you received here when you get into that argument or you have a, a problem at work or you experience a, a broken relationship or a diagnosis that shakes you to your core. Remember this. Remember this love. Live on this love. Pope St. John Paul II said, uh, human, human love, our natural love, is elevated, is swept up, is transfigured into divine love, by divine love, through Christ's redeeming sacrifice and the power of the Eucharistic sacrifice. And allows us then to become ministers of divine omnipotence. Human love is transfigured by divine love and is, is strengthened and sustained by Christ's redeeming sacrifice and the power of the Eucharist to allow us to become ministers of Christ in our families, at work, at school, in the midst of the most difficult situations, to witness hope, witness joy, witness mercy and forgiveness. That's what we get today on this mountain. And that's why we can't stay here. That's why we're going to leave here in peace to love the Lord and one another. That's why. So you'll remember what you got today. You'll remember how much you are loved. And you live on that this week. So that you can say, without our faith, this would be impossible.